Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Some folks say that Willie Green was the baddest motherfucker the world ever seen. But I want you to hold on to your feet. Hold on to them tight. Because you now get ready to see the story of me. Yes, me. The badass. Welcome to episode number 126 of the Armchair that's Podcast. A, Armchair that's Network. A lot, that's a lot of numbers. Dude, it's, it's hard to believe. 126 times no one has listened to us, except for like <laughs> our parents. Oh, buddy. Uh, what's going on over there? Things are a little hectic. Uh, I am currently... Very close to the fire. The fires, the fire. Do you know about the fire that's happening at the Getty? Yeah, I know there's some fires. I went for a run this morning and I was like, huh, this doesn't smell good. And I went a couple extra blocks and I saw all these people with like masks covering their faces. And I was like, I should probably go home. The only other person out running is a woman in my neighborhood who has Tourette syndrome. She's like, this woman, she's probably around 50. She's in like amazing shape. But when she runs, she curses at everybody and gives everybody the finger, like all the cars. And she runs in the middle of the street. She like runs in the middle of the street and she just gives everybody the finger and, and curses. And it's really crazy. And then I found out from like, like, you know, next door and all that shit that, Somebody else was complaining about it. They're like, dude, leave her alone. She's got Tourette's. So she runs to like run her Tourette's out. And um, um, that's why she's in such great shape. Does she run? She just like screams and curses yeah, and stuff? She, yeah, she runs and she curses the um, the whole time she's running. She'll be like, fucking motherfucker. And she's like really fast. And she like, and then she just stops and she jogs in front of cars. And she'll just, she'll like call them like the C word and give them the finger and then run off. Sure she is just not crazy. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm not sure of anything. <laughs> I just know that this happens. I'm a lot more comfortable thinking that that's the case. And I didn't make it up. I had, like I said, somebody had posted it on like next door that, that, um, that was what it was. Not that I believe everything that those people post, but, um, I'm I'm okay believing this, even if I'm wrong. All right, cool. So yeah, so that's going on to so the fires. Uh, that's about all the excitement. We should. I, I had a big job today. I can't. I had to sign NDA, but it was uh, it was cool. It was a good, cool old job. Um. Uh, when it, yeah, I guess I should. I guess you'll tell me about that off the yeah, air. So it'll be like, like it'll. It'll go, it'll, it, I mean, it's, it's going to go viral. It's going to be one of those things. So, but I mean, I, it's also in a world that I just do not understand at all. Um, they're all, okay. very, they're all very nice people in this world. Um, but you know, um, I saw like, I, you know, I work with like 
video games and influencer like esports and that stuff and you start thinking like who watches this and then some little kid came in the house that we were shooting in today and um like lost his shit when he saw the guy we were shooting and i was like i i you know i've worked with them for like a like a over a year now and uh i've never been with them outside of you know with outside people so it was kind of like, wow, these are like important people to some to to some kids. I don't know. It was just kind of cool to see one of those things. Uh, but yeah, that's what's that's what's going on here, I guess. I feel like I got a ton to talk about, but I don't I don't have any notes. So. Well, we have a week left. On your shoot. Yep, and we added two days, and everyone's scrambling. It's going to be a really tough week. Uh. We're shooting now Friday and Saturday all night, which is Ooh. just gonna make, so. So morale's high. Morale is really high, and uh, I was really excited to watch this Kovalev Canelo fight, which I still am gonna. I think I'm just gonna like get the zone on my computer and watch it at the office. Okay. But uh, this fight's gonna be really good. Canelo's bumping up two weight classes to fight this guy. How old? And how old is he? Kov- oh, Kovalev is yeah, like Kovalev. old. He's old, uh, right? Yeah, but he's still fun. He's got a heavy hand, man. Um, it's gonna be a really good fight. It's gonna be a good fight. Okay. Did you see? Hey, did you by chance watch Science Live this week? No, I didn't. I'm, I'm curious. I thought there's a couple. I just watched. I just watched. I've met, basically taped all four Saturday Lives because I've been backed up and I watched the, uh, what the flea bag? what's her name? Uh, Phoebe Waller, Walls Bridge. Yeah, I watched hers uh, this weekend. That, that was, was a, pretty good. That was a good one. I thought that was a good one. Taylor Swift. Uh, there's the, a- only thing, the only thing, there was a skit on there where it was like, what's wrong with this picture? Like yeah. a game show. They've, they've done that, that before. That is one of the worst things. I, I mean, I just sit there and I'm like, this is a skit. Oh, really? This is a skit. Um, speaking of Saturday Night, we'll get to uh, Eddie Murphy in a minute, but he was talking about how, um, I guess he was being interviewed by Jimmy Kimmel, and he was talking about how he's planning on doing some of his old characters. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Howard's show is basically saying how he's just like the funniest, one of the funniest people to ever live, but he just doesn't like want to be funny. And he's just like, is not interesting. He doesn't give anyone anything when they're uh, interviewing him, except for Jerry Seinfeld on Comedians and Cars right. getting guffed. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I still can't wait for that episode. It's going to be so good. We hope. Yeah. We're hoping. It. Uh, but other than that, so we got a really long week. And then we're in rap for a little bit. And uh, I'll be able to focus a little bit more on the uh, old uh, podcast here. I, I know I've last week was uh, I felt really bad because I felt like I phoned it in. Which, no, uh, you, were I you weren't bad. I, I just... Uh, but, uh, yeah, things will get better after this week, and I'll probably get some sleep. 
and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We have a wrap party on Sunday, so we're all going to get hammered, and uh, it should be good. All right. Although, they picked this place. So, anytime I do a wrap party, like, I want to have, like, activities, definitely liquor involved. Right. Uh, none of that's happening. We're going to this, like, one of those, like, new, you know, bars where you get the, like, the wristband and you do the pouring and it's just beer and wine and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, so, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of a little bummed because I picked a bunch of cool things to do uh, and no one cared about my You opinions. love to pick cool things to do and hate when people don't. Like yeah, no one, want, no one wants to do anything. I'm like, all right, great. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, what uh, you got? Any notes? Um, I have one note. Um, the South Park episode this week. Yes, was fantastic. Wait, I don't. I didn't see. It. I thought there wasn't a new one this week. The one with the impossible beef one. That was last week's. Oh yeah, last week. That was like so clever. And uh, did you see the way they brought LeBron's quote about China in? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. I just thought like just the fact that at the very end when they were tricking Cartman into like eat the fake meat. Um, and he was like liking it and then they told him that what it was at the end and then he was just basically like hey I looked into this it's the same shit it's full of salt processed you know nothing's really natural except for the thing you're eating he's like I'm fine with it Um, I thought that was pretty clever Um, saying that even though it's a veggie burger it's not really good for you you yeah it's true uh, to eat a friggin' uh, Burger King burger, no matter what it is, is probably going to kill you at some point. Uh, but I love the part where they're like, wait, so I can put impossible in front of anything? <laughs> or like, or not impossible, it was, uh, what is it? incredible, right? Yes. So he goes to the Asian guy, I don't know, I just thought like, it was pretty clever. Those guys are really good. If we haven't figured that out already. <laughs> um, but that's really like my only like note. I thought that was really good. Okay. Uh, I asked you earlier if you'd seen the new, or if you listened to the new Kanye album and you, did, you haven't yet, correct? No, I haven't. Okay. I wanted to do a review of that, but um, I mean, listen, you don't really have to listen to it. He's singing about this guy that you don't really think is a real guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, Uh, and then what was the oh have you been watching Watchmen no I haven't seen anything okay well we'll hold off on that then yeah I mean I know that Jack Ryan came out there's all these shows oh it did yeah and then Silicon Valley started (coughs) it Uh, did uh, yeah it started on Sunday night and uh yeah I don't know right now I'm only like able to watch like three shows because i also have a roommate yeah you know back in the day like when you have your own place you could like watch whatever the hell you want 
But uh, uh, no, I don't know my that roommate doesn't, my, my roommate doesn't really like uh, Mr. Robot, and uh, so I have to wait for times to watch Mr. Robot. I still haven't watched kind of the first episode yet. And uh, oh, Mr. Robot's great. Except for they, they did this weird thing without ruining anything, where they teed up this huge cliffhanger, and they're like, like this big twist. And then the next episode, they didn't even, like, go to that twist. Mm. They, like, had the whole episode and didn't talk about the twist. I didn't like that. Okay. I have to get my roommate into, like, shows, so I basically got him into the challenge so that we could watch it. Oh, he likes the challenge? Well, yeah, I mean, he had to. Listen, if you can get... Let's just talk about, since this is going to be our first subject and there's no other... Like... Getting people in the challenge is not an easy thing to do, but nobody's ever unhappy once they started watching it. Everybody's like, "This, I, I can't believe I went, like, this thing is great. Everybody, Yeah, they start off and you try to tell them what it is and they don't remember. Like, really? You watch that? Yeah, exactly. And then you, you get people into watching it and then they're just like, this is so great. Yeah, it always happens. I got, I got like two friends I can talk to. About. And then life is so much better when you have someone to talk to the challenge about. Uh, I know it's, it's, I already saw that they're, uh, doing, you know, the new seasons already like made. Oh, really? Like, right now. Yeah. yeah it's, I, they're bringing back, they're bringing back some oldies. Okay. Uh, but we could talk about that at the end of our talk. Cause, uh, I'm sure we want to talk about right. this season. Yeah, Cause you do not copy my walk. You do not copy my walk. You do not copy my walk. I I accident I accidentally. I was looking for the I was like when I posted our NFL bets I wanted to post the quote directly, so I was like searching for like a meme or a gif. But since you and I are like really the only people that watch this show, there's like none, and um, I accidentally stumbled into some news about. The result of of some of this stuff, and uh, oh, I didn't I didn't go all the way in. I I almost did. It said spoilers ahead, and I bailed. But um, yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a huge surprise with, with what I read. It has to do with next week's. Um, okay. I don't think, I don't think there's gonna be much more copying of his walk. Yeah, I think he's get. I think that I think that he's he's so out of control they kick him off. Um, he is completely. So what we're talking about is the challenge on MTV. It's our favorite show. Uh, we're like in the thick of it now. Um, yeah. You know this so, year's so. this year they pin the 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 Brits against the Americans and the Americans keep winning but they're a mess. Uh, as a team, and they keep fighting. And um... so last season, they had this guy Turbo, who was like a rookie, and he just dominated, uh, and he won the challenge. And then they brought him back for this this season, and uh, he's just like no one wants to basically go against him because he's just like kind of scary and like kicks everybody's ass and everything. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, things came to a head. He doesn't like when people talk. talk. He's got, He's very hard-headed. Yes. Um, and he's, like, set in his ways. So he's like, 
and he just like he's a firecracker. This guy just you say one thing and he's like fucking off. Uh, you light that fuse and he's just fucking gone. Uh, like last season, he like basically disowned his partner because she she yells at him for like carrying like he was like yelling at this girl for not carrying heavy stuff and he's like carrying all this heavy stuff and she was yelling at him the whole time about how like he wasn't gonna win and then they ended up winning and uh he just yelled at her and then she like sorry but anyway that's that was last season um but i think this season has been really good um a lot of big people are uh are leaving I'm glad that Bear left. Um, yeah. There's been a lot of, like, strategy or people that just are making wrong decisions. Like, in one challenge, some guy, like, broke, decided that they were going to kind of cheat their way through something, and they broke a piece um, yeah. of the challenge, like, of, like, this lock. And, like, TJ was like, I don't like cheaters. He does not and, like cheaters, that's right. He does like cheaters and or cheaters. So there's been a lot of like twists where like you think one person wins won something and then you go back and you realize that they did something wrong. Like two weeks in a row, uh, you know, two of the Americans got booted out because um, they won, but then they did something wrong and had to go back and redo it. Um, one was Laurel, who I just read is on the, this new show, Sidebar. Uh which is like X on the beach, but like I've never seen X on the beach, but it's, it's like X on the slopes or something hmm. where they're like not in the beach. They're far from the beach. They're in like freezing cold weather. And, uh, her, she's the ex of, uh, of Nicole from, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I guess she gets into it there, but anyway, so these Brits, they keep losing, and no one wants to change sides for some reason. Um, and my favorite part of the, this whole season is that CT is just sitting on the uh, UK side, just talking to everybody, like teaching them how to do the challenge, and no one's even putting them in. Yeah. Uh, or not even talking about putting them in. Like, he's just like, <laughs> he's just there to, you know, teach these kids, like, what to do, and like, no one's even thinking about putting them in the friggin' uh, in the in the eliminations. It's true. True story. Uh, but when you go through seasons of a challenge like this, there's so many people. You kind of like forget that you're like, oh, that person's not eliminated. <laughs> you know, like, you see like an episode like where one character or two characters will literally disappear out of the episode and you don't even like know they're in the episode then all of a sudden like the two weeks you know two episodes later they're like a main focal point you're like I didn't even realize this person was on the show <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's been a good it's been a good season what do you think about the power couple fights um, we got Maria and her boyfriend and uh Jordan and uh, Tori, uh, Holly and uh, Carmory, and I know Carmory is like just changed, man. I don't know. Yeah, she's changed, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't, um, I don't like any of them. It's really weird. Like, 
Um, I don't even here. This is the thing that I, I find the most trouble with is, is finding people to root for now. Um, I always liked. You know, there's there's people I always liked, and now they're all gone because they're. Um, because uh, I mean, it's not even that the people I like are gone. It's like the people that I like I used to like have become the like they've become the people I didn't like before. You know what I mean? It's like. Who, no matter who the yeah. powerful people are, they become horrible people. So, like, I always used to root for Car Maria. Can't root for her anymore. I don't like Polly. I don't like when people go back on their word. Um, I don't know. I don't root for any of the Brits, really. Yeah, I don't like when people go back on their word, either. There's too much, like, hey, I promise, like, I'll do something, and then all of a sudden they change their mind. But you know, like, Car Maria and Polly are going to, like, because their boyfriend and girlfriend are going to vote you know together yeah I, well, I when they were doing that whole thing where Paulie was like no I'm gonna go a separate way than you and I, I didn't believe it anyway so let's just say that the challenge isn't working with Tegrity Farms there's not a lot of Tegrity no there's not a Tegrity Farm um and what do you think about Jordan uh his plan which is this is a terrible plan yeah, it's an awful plan well where he's gonna throw himself into the elimination so that he can win and change sides, and then the next, the next one when it's a girl elimination, Tori's gonna throw herself in so she can win and then go to the other side so they can have their own team. Yeah, but then they'd be going to a team full of losers. So like, it's dumb. Yeah, but they they may lose. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. It's like, why throw yourself into an elimination? You want to stay out of the elimination. You don't want to go in. Um, but Georgia, still love Georgia. I don't. I'm uh, done with, I don't like Georgia. I don't like that she's, the one thing I do like about the Brits, though, I will say this, when I say there's no integrity, the Brits mostly call it like it is. Oh, I know who I'm rooting for. You know my favorite is, is Rowan. The guy who doesn't, he's In, kind of a, uh, he's kind of a little like, uh, I don't know. He was, seems like he's a tough guy, but not really. He's a male stripper. Yeah. He's like, he he's also seems like he has an IQ of 40, um, but he manages to stay under the radar all the time. Like, and you don't know if he really likes D or not, but he, he, you think he doesn't, but it seems like maybe he really does. It's like, I like, I like Rowan. That's who I root for. I, I don't like, know. I like Rowan. My, fa- my favorite of this season and not because I like him, but because he's just good for TV is Josh. Josh. Uh, I, yeah, I can't do it. I can't. He makes me so uncomfortable. He's so ridiculous. This guy has such emotional problems. (laughs) He is so great for this show. (laughs) He shouldn't even be on the show. Like that guy, I think we've talked about this before. He was like the first person eliminated. Uh, on his first season and then because the Mexican guy like broke his hand he was able to come back yeah uh, and then he's like in love with Georgia uh, who's playing him like right in front of him yeah and uh, he's trying to like hold this team together he's trying to be this leader and like no one like cares about him yeah so they're just like dude we don't care about anything he's saying he gets really emotional 
it's like well i mean let's be honest we're at the point now where if the, the the only reason that he's still around is because um is because um there's no because because the, the u.s team keeps winning like if they were, if they ever lost, they'd throw that guy in so fast. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I I think yeah I understand. But I can't. God, he makes me so uncomfortable. Um, but going back to the couple, so like, I always used to. I mean, I always hated Jordan when he was on the Real World, but when he became like came on this show, I kind of liked him. Like he was a guy who just kind of. Stayed out of the, off the radar, won a bunch of shit, and let his athleticism speak for itself. Now he's just a prick. Yeah, he's being a real asshole for, like, no reason. Like, what he did, like, they're, they're, he's so stupid because, I mean, I think, he, I, like I said, I think that he's getting Turbo kicked off, and Turbo is, like, a really good player for them. Like, why would you... I mean, I root for C... I will always reach also, why would you ever pick a fight with Turbo? That guy would kick your ass. I mean, that guy was... They were having trouble restraining that guy. Yeah, they had like six guys on. Um, I root for CT, you know, through and through. He will always be my number one on this show. Um, I like the game he's playing. I feel like producers are like, please just don't throw CT in, you know? Yeah. Because um, you're right. He is just skating under the radar. Well, he's playing the teacher role, you know. He's just kind of like sitting there and like, all right, this is what we should do. This, you know, do this. This will happen if you do this. That will happen. And people are like the new guys, the Brits are like, oh yeah, yeah. He, he's also in a great position because he knows that the Brits know that if they throw him in, then he'll turn coat. Yeah, of wins, course. And the Americans aren't going to throw him in, so like he's kind of in a unique, like, good position. I mean, watch, he'll be the one that comes home next week. But that, I mean, so far, that's how he's gotten gotten through it. Um, any other people we should be covering? Um, what do you What do you think about uh, Leroy? Oh, Leroy that's who else I'm looking for this year. What's up? I love Leroy this year. I, I, I've completely... I love Leroy, but he's I, just so bad at this show. I've done like a 180 on him because I, I you know... He was always just riding bananas, and then when bananas got kicked off, he had to like, he had to find like his own voice, and it was like a voice of honesty, where he's like, "Hey, look, this is working. This isn't. Let's. Why does this have to be complicated? Just pick this." And then when he doesn't pick the thing that one some people want last week, they're all the others starts yelling at him. He's they're like, "You're just a puppet for them." He goes, "But if I picked your person, I'm a puppet for you. I'm just picking who the best person is to send home." Um. So I mean, I've I've heard some people say they were surprised. My my sources were surprised, and my sources that uh, Theo didn't switch sides. And I was like, why would Theo switch sides if they keep throwing him in? But then I was like, I guess because they keep losing. So, but I think Americans would. He knows the Americans would throw him in too. Because no, but I don't think that they would because he's good. You want you want the best players to help you win. Unfortunately, his uh, after the show, he gets uh, a, a champagne cork to the eye, and now he can't see. So, yeah, sorry for that. Um, that's probably going to affect his challenge. Uh, uh, it's tough to come back from. Yeah, I mean, I'm guess I guess they'll have him back on just to kind of 
you know, have have another element to it. You know, people rooting um, for him, all this stuff. I don't think so. But, I think he's. I think he's. His career's done. Dude, this was his career. It's done. Yeah, you can't compete in this with one eye. How do you know? Well, I mean, because I imagine if you have one eye, it's going to... I'm, like, sitting here, like, with one eye open so I could see. I imagine it's, like... We're getting a lot of hate mail from one-eyed people. Well, I just... I think it... Well, listen, hear me out, though. I think it takes time to learn how to live with, you know, like... how It takes time to adjust. It's not like, you know... It's not like losing an appendage. It's losing your eye. It's like... Everything has to adjust. Like, all your reaction skill, you know, everything. Like, you imagine him running and jumping and trying to grab a rope in the middle of the air, and he's only, you know, like, he's got to get used to it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm sorry if that seems um, <laughs> insensitive, but... Uh, anyway. Uh, great season so far. Yeah, it's been great. Um, and uh, I look forward to seeing how this is all going to play out. Because I don't know how they do the final. Um, are they going to mix? Are they going to finally mix? No, I think they actually said that it was going to be Brits versus USA the whole time. Um, but you can't really plan ahead with this show because they always switch shit around. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anything right. else you have to say about? No, uh, I'm good with that. Let's go. Uh, let's keep. Let's keep it in the entertainment world and go over to Dolomite. Um, all right, Dolomite. Watch this last night. Eddie Murphy's new movie on Netflix that's been getting some buzz. All right, on the count of three, tell me what movie this most reminded you of, or made you just think of. All right, you ready? You got it in your head. All right, forget it. Then, no, I don't get okay. it. Bowfinger. Mm. I'm not saying it's like Bowfinger, but I couldn't help but think about Bowfinger, about a ragtag group of people making a movie with Eddie Murphy in it. Yeah, I guess I had a little bit of that. I mean, it's not like the same premise. It's just... No, no, I gotcha. I used to uh. think... That used to be my, my bar I'd said, if you don't like that movie, there's something wrong with you. But I disagree with that now because it's obviously not... A great movie. It's just fun. Uh, all right, so where where do you come in? Wait, how how did you enjoy Do uh, Dolomite? I really liked this movie. Um, I thought some of the acting was bad, um, but uh, there was a lot of moments that I liked in this film. Um, I liked kind of like the look of it. I think that I thought they did a good job of uh, kind of the costumes and all that stuff, making it like feel like a um, you know movie from that time. And I liked how they like did a, they touched on some racism, but then like kind of spinned it as in like it didn't matter white, black, whatever. It was all about entertainment. Um, which they did multiple times in that, in the world, you know, he was basically dealing with, um, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought Eddie Murphy was great. Um, I enjoyed it. What'd you think? 
Um, I want to know who you thought was a bad actor. Mike Epps, number one. Really? Yeah, he was really bad. He's like barely in it. He's in it enough to be bad. Wesley Snipes has a little... Uh, oh, I how dare you. I thought Wesley Snipes was the best part of the movie. I thought Wesley Snipes was great. I'm just saying there was this like one moment that I think they had the best part of the movie was, uh, or the best scene in the movie was, was when he quit. Yeah. Um, and then he like kind of walks out and he tells everybody to go fuck themselves. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, everybody knows that like how passionate like Rudy Ray Moore was about this movie. And uh, they basically like said, hey, you're really the director of this movie. You did this movie. You don't need that guy. And uh, turned the mood all the way around. And it was like a really good moment in the movie, you know. Yeah, but I don't, I'm still waiting for you to tell me why Wesley Snipes wasn't good. That, that was going to be your example. No, I, I wasn't. I didn't say he wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, you saying. did. I can rewind this. And you just said, I said, where were their acting problems? And you said Wesley Snipes. And then you just cited that, that scene, okay, and then you didn't give an example. First, all right, Wesley Snipes' first scene in the movie, I got really nervous. Oh, um, I totally disagree. I thought, oh, man, all right. No, all right. I thought Wesley uh, Snipes was the best part of the movie. Uh, so what did you think of the movie? I liked it. I thought it was like, I don't think it was a good, like necessarily a good movie. It was like... It was like a story we've seen a hundred times, right? Like the like, like I said, yeah. the, the ragtag group of guys make the group makes the movie. But um, I'm with you. I like the sets. I liked most. I liked most of the acting. I thought. Um, I liked the ending. Yeah, I I, I thought it good. I, yeah, I just thought it was good. I, I thought it was it was. I know what you're saying about it. I didn't think about this, so you just said it about it. it's like, rate. It, it's a race. You know, it's heavy. Subject, there's some heavy race subject matter, but it's not the consequence of anything. It's yeah, like there's a scene where he has to hire all white crew, and like one of the one of his buddies comes up to him and says, "Why are we like gonna have all these white kids like telling us what to do?" Right. Eddie Murphy's like, "Cause they're the only ones that know how to make a movie. Uh, it's not about." whether what them telling us what to do they're just making this movie yeah uh, you know uh, there's like little scenes like that um and also like when they go bob odekert when they was gonna buy the movie yeah and they go into the meeting and like basically say you know you're not gonna try to screw us over because you think we're dumb black people Right, uh, um, and that's not going to happen. And you know, they kind of switched it, and they were like, "No, we just want to make this movie." Yeah, no, uh, that was, and, and like again, it's like they they were like, "Yeah, we're not just dumb black people," but they don't say it, and they don't make right, it. Exactly. Like, right, exactly. Right, that was like kind a of the scene, you know, but it's still there. Like you're feeling it without having to like overdo it. And yeah. I love, and the fact that they come and dress like that is like awesome. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> There was a lot of good, a lot of fun stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's like it's interesting because there's not a ton of adversity in this movie, you know. Like, um, he's like, you know, like you, you know, when you do the hero's journey in a in a movie, it's like, you know, 
you have to go through this to get to this. And he, I mean, he has a small one, but mostly everything just kind of goes his way. You know what I mean? It's not like yes. a bunch of ups and downs and he changes. He's just this guy you like throughout the whole thing. Um, but I think, so I think that if somebody else wasn't playing Dolomite, if someone else was playing him, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be as interesting, but because we already feel that way about Eddie Murphy, we're like, we just want to like him again. Like we just want him yeah. like that. We're like, so into what he's, that he's doing that. That's the way I feel, I guess. Yeah. What about the scene with Chris Rock where Chris Rock, you know, Eddie Murphy's giving his like normal, like I, I was, I wanted to ask you the, this question. If you thought that, uh, that this was kind of like, written about Eddie Murphy a little bit like when he goes in there and he like is so bummed that his movie didn't get made and this guy's trying to interview him and he's just not giving him anything and then Chris Rock like just goes to commercial and then stands up and goes what the fuck are you doing yeah I don't like, I, I didn't pick that I didn't think about that then but I do that's I'm like good. promoting your shit and you're just sitting there and not giving me anything um, and I kind of felt that that was a little um, kind of like how people, you know, think about Eddie Murphy when he's like on things now and he doesn't want to be funny and he just wants to be taken seriously. Um, I kind of felt like they were kind of talking about that a little bit, um, saying something about it. But, but this director is, uh, Craig Brewer did Hustle and Flow. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And he's doing Coming to America, too. Um, he's directing Eddie Murphy on Coming to America, too, which I'm really excited about, and I hope it's not shitty. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, I like a lot of the cameos, Snoop. Um, Chris Rock, like we just talked about. Um, I like that they have the whole scene where you know, the woman is kind of heavy set and she's like, thank, she tells him thank you for putting like real people on the screen. And I don't know, but it's the same, it's the same goes. It's like, everyone's making a movie and you know, they all have their moment. Uh, that's been done before. <laughs> the story has been done before, but it, I don't know. I felt it was entertaining. Yeah. Uh, let me just tell you, <laughs> Um, I, I, I happened to click on Twitter to research something while we were talking and sorry, this is a little off subject, but every Monday night when I go on Twitter, um, I notice on the right side, like who's trending and every Monday night, Booger McFarlane is trending. At first I didn't realize it was Booger McFarlane because it just says Booger and you click on it and it's just... <laughs> It's just meme after meme, um, uh, or GIF after GIF of really dumb people. Because <laughs> people, people hate Booger McFarlane. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm watching one right now, and it's this. I'll have to send it to you. It's just so funny. It's this, it says Booger McFarlane and Joe Buck in a race to decide the worst announcers. And it's two trash cans getting blown through a storm down the street. 
I mean, it's just, sorry, it's, it's not, um, it just, it's every Monday, it, there's like just a pile on on this guy. Um, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so funny. Um, <laughs> oh man! Like this one guy. The 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 first guy was like, I'm sitting here watching the O and six Dolphins against the two and four Steelers while listening to Booger McFarland. Like I don't have something better to do with four four hours of my life on a Monday. Anyway, um. So yeah, sorry everyone. Sorry. Just so. I'm seeing now. I see the trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Buck and Booger McFarland race. The trash uh, cans? Yeah, it's freaking yeah, great, yeah, man. I don't know. And then the John C. Riley one over it. Well, that's another no, one. All right. Anyway, um, that's so funny. Um, all right. Sorry. Um, but yeah, um, whatever we were talking about. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Dolomite. No, Dolomite. So Dolomite. Yeah. It's really fun movie to watch. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like. It's not groundbreaking, but no. But it's, it's a, a good performance. You could. The thing is, like, you see Eddie Murphy, and he's an actual like good actor, and he could be really funny. Yes. Right. You just want you want more of that. You want yes. to we want us to go back to that. It's an easy two hours. I was psyched to see him uh, cursing again. Yeah, you know all that kind of good stuff. So, I mean, he's doing. He said he's. He's already said that after coming to America, he's doing Beverly Kills Cop Four. So he's just like, he's just hitting up all the uh, old hits now. He's cashing in. He's cashing in. He's uh, got a lot of kids to feed. Um, it's true. All right, so Suns right now are up by four. All right, so should we, we'll use that to switch into the NBA. NBA started last week. Um, I uh, went out for the opening game, the the Clippers-Lakers, and it was like a playoff game, man. It was crazy. Um, people were going nuts. And I went to this bar that I'd never been to before. It's a long-standing L.A. sports bar in Marina Del Rey called Tony P's. And I got to tell you, I will go back there and watch many more sports events because it was the liveliest crowd. And it was like mixed, super mixed race and the table next to us, the two tables next to us, like with this group of like um, super fired up black women um, who love the Lakers. And it's like they were screaming. I mean, the whole place was just screaming for the Lakers. And, it, you know, they're playing the Clippers. And then there was one guy in the whole bar who was written for the Clippers, and he was sitting in the corner next to a pole. And it was, it was another, uh, it was a black guy who was dating a white girl. So it was really driving the whole table next to us nuts. Because it'd be like, they'd be screaming at the TV because LeBron would do a turnover or something. would turn the ball over, and then uh, it'd get kind of quiet, and you'd hear this. <laughs> and you look over and it's this one brother with a white with like a white girl and they're they're like um mm, you know they're all <laughs> so mad. I was like I'm coming back here for every game. Um but yeah I think they play on Christmas. Yeah, I think so. 
Um, I'm, but, sure that's a, I'm sure that's a cheap ticket. I gotta say that. So that was like a week ago. That was six days ago. The first week of basketball has been fantastic. There's been a lot of good storylines. I've got like uh, Oklahoma since, City just destroyed the, uh, the Warriors uh, last game. And everybody's, you know, talking about how, like, the Warriors are done, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they just won tonight. Oh, they, they did, okay. They scored 134 points. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, so they're not definitely not done. Wow. It's only three games in, guys. Yeah. It's, tough to, it's tough to get too excited. Like, I'm, like, all worried because the Timberwolves are 3-0, and and I'm like, but whatever. Um. Uh, uh, and the Suns are playing pretty well, and they didn't have their full their full squad out there right now, uh, unfortunately. Hey, but uh, at least they're competing. They're not like shitty. No, they're not. They won their first game by thirty. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, so they crushed their first game. Then uh, our star center gets friggin' suspended for taking a diuretic. Uh, which he said he didn't know any, he didn't know he was putting in his body. Um, and then they go into overtime versus Denver. Oh god, we have to break down every game. All right, go ahead. Well, there's only three games, and then they beat the Clippers. Yeah, and the Clippers so, look. The Clippers look like the team to beat. So they've been playing pretty well. They're competing in the playing some good defense. I think that's. Kind of like what their new coach uh, has installed this season, so it's it's working out. Actually, the Sixers might be the team to beat, but Clippers, Sixers. Sixers look good. I think we have some money on the Sixers. Uh, we don't have anything because your picks and I, my picks were so far apart. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Fuck. All right. Well, I like I like the Sixers. I like I the Sixers play. too. I just don't don't think you were getting good odds on them. I don't even remember if I let me see if I put it. I don't think I put any money on the Sixers. Um, I don't, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, who else do you want to talk about? What do you think about Kyrie's opener was great? Yeah, Kyrie's looking good. Um, who else? Uh, well, India, terrible. Yeah, they do. I did put some money on that, I will tell you that. They made, uh, they made a bad trade. You know, it was really good this season. It's opened up pretty well. Like, I haven't seen what he did today, but as, uh, Trey, um, what's his name? Uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Yeah. He's having a good season so far. Um, they played the 76ers tonight and lost by two. <laughs> Trey Young at 25 points, but he's had a, a pretty good season so starting off. Um, he's looking tough. What do you think? So I think the big story, though, like what's to you, what's the big, I mean, besides the Suns, What's the big story in the NBA? Uh, I, the big story, obviously, is Clippers and Lakers. Well, uh, okay, you know, I, I would say, excuse me, I was going to say, I think Golden State's probably the big story that they, but now they won tonight, oh, whatever. They're, yeah. They're one and two. But but that their stumbles were, were a big story. But yeah. yes, the Lakers, to me, are the other big story. Um, they're playing pretty well. Yes. Um, no, they're, they're okay. Um, yeah, they're, I mean, yeah, they've only played a couple of games. But so before I mean, that, did, did you see the did you see the footage of or did you hear about what before that Lakers Clipper game? 
Kawhi went and uh, made a speech to the crowd and said, like, hey, we're a new team, and everybody booed him. Uh, so, yeah, the opening night, because it was a Clippers home game, he addressed the crowd, I guess, to say, like, yeah, uh, thanks for, you know, we're going to make it a great season. And, like, the crowd was so pro-Laker, they booed him. And I was like, that was a bad move, L.A., because you know he's he probably went right back to his huddle. I was like, does everybody hear that? All right, remember what remember that when it comes to when like in in May when we're fucking playing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I I thought it was awesome, um, but uh, yeah, um, what like I I don't know if it it's weird because I was listening to Simmons talk about it and he was saying. It was weird to watch LeBron be the third best player on the court, and it's like no question about it. Um, I don't know. I'm not loving this Laker team. I can tell you that. I don't know. They're getting – I don't know. Uh, I mean, Davis had a really good game this last game. Uh, I don't know. They just need to – yeah, I mean, obviously I haven't been able to sit down and watch, but sure. I've seen all the highlights. Um of stuff and uh I think once they figure out how to play with each other and these new guys I think they're going to be pretty competitive in the west obviously um you have two of like the best players in the league you're always going to be kind of competitive so we'll see what happens yeah um what uh yeah I mean I, I mean this isn't a very good um breakdown <laughs> I mean, I mean, I just, I guess I haven't watched, I, I'll tell you what I did watch on, I think it was Saturday, uh, the Milwaukee, um, to Milwaukee and Miami, who did Milwaukee, Milwaukee lost in, yeah, Milwaukee, Miami, that game was awesome, um, that's the thing, is if I get caught, since I've turned my, um, my cable off has been the greatest thing I've ever done, because now I get all these basketball games on sling, I wasn't getting on regular cable, I'm getting it for a third of the price. And so, like, I'll just turn on random games and be like, cool. And I don't even need the package. Nice. Because I bought, like, the sports package for 10 bucks. Um, let me ask you a, a quick question off subject because I have another social media thing open. What is your thoughts on people who mark themselves safe during events that there's no way that they would possibly be in harm's way. Just because they're in Los Angeles, they're safe for the fire? Yes. Uh, I hate it. I think it's ridiculous. I have seven friends. I just keep getting alerts that all these people have marked themselves safe. Uh, like, you live in East LA. You know, it's like, the fires are in the valley. It's your, your whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I'm now up to like twelve. To, just trying to get attention. Yes, yeah. I now have like twelve friends who marked themselves safe. I was uh, concerned zero about any of them. They, the majority of these people live in Silver Lake. I don't understand why they would be affected by a fire at the near the Getty Museum in Santa Monica. It's <laughs> pretty far. Pacific Palisades. You know how long it takes to drive that, like on a Thursday at four. It's like a three-hour drive. Boy. The fire's moving quickly. You might make it way over to Silver Lake. Yeah, I uh, good luck, everybody. Oh, you live in the South Bay. I hope you're okay. Um, 
All right, let's go to uh, any more NBA, any more of this awesome NBA stuff that we're doing. <laughs> no, I'm sure people are riveted. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just, I mean, I'm, I start just commenting on stuff, and then I'm thinking, man, I, I just don't even know, like, what I'm talking what about. I know it doesn't stop me from talking about every other subject we talk about, but um, I'm like looking at right, standings and scores. Let's talk and I'm about like, your uh, your. Plus fourteen on Miami here. So uh, we put in our picks. I'm, I'm now. In our picks. I'm now in the green. So yeah, so we obviously we didn't do the podcast before Sunday, so we sent each other our picks. And I saw this Miami bet, and I'm like, I'm like, it's definitely a loss. And uh, they ended up covering. Fitz Magic covered by one point. Um. Yeah, I, I don't understand why. Like, what? Well, first of all, no one's a genius when it's a one point. Let's just be honest. Um, yeah, but you know what? Someone wins and someone loses. Yeah. So, and you are on, you are on the right side of that one. Yeah. So I'm not gonna sit here and defend it too much, but I did go three and zero. Oh. Uh, last week, last week you went what one and two. I think I went two and one. This week. The, this week you went one, one, and one. I went one, one, and one? Yeah, you had Seattle minus seven, and they, they, they won by seven. The Bucks plus two and a half, they lost by five. And then the Rams win at 12 and a half. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I thought I won the Seattle bet. No, they it was seven. Okay. Uh, I got the receipts. All right, I went one on one on one. So, if I'm not mistaken, let's see, that puts you at eight, fifteen, and one. Yeah. And I'm at thirteen and eleven. I'm finally in the green. And I'm not looking back from here. I'm just gonna tell you right now. Yeah, I mean, I think this week's gonna be it's gonna be a turnaround for me. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go three and zero. Uh, I first... haven't looked at any of the spreads yet. But oh. There's a there's a couple really good games this weekend. Uh, Pats Baltimore. Yeah, I'm not that that won't be one of my picks. I'll tell you right now. Um, no, I'm not definitely not getting involved in that game. But uh, That's right. you did lose. You did go one and two two weeks uh, two weeks ago because you took the Jets plus nine on uh, was it Sunday night? No, Monday night against the Patriots. Yeah, I thought that was a good bet. Yeah, what was the score to that? A lot to nothing. <laughs> um, no, I I mean the thing with the Dolphins, and I mean again they they covered by one, so I'm not gonna get too into it, but it's Pittsburgh stinks. So like, why why are we keep giving like shitty teams that many? Okay, so when right before the game, I was like, all right. So today they traded Kenyon Drake to uh, I think Arizona, like, and he's like their leading running back, and I was like, oh okay, there you go, Scott's done. <laughs> nope, they still found a way to win. They had some guy named Walter, like Walter something as their running back, like some random dude, and he did all right. Um, 
Well, anyway, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, had a, I betting, I had a really good week. It was a, it was a good football week, which means it only means that this week can go horribly wrong. Um, yeah. So, um, speaking of next week, we got Giants Cowboys. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up on that night. Yep. Uh, Suns May. This might be the first time this. Did I say Suns? Yeah. The the Giants may ha- have their entire offense on the field for this game, for the first time all year. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Giants have no defense, so your Cowboys are probably going to kick her ass. They did make a trade today for uh, what's that uh, guy for the Jets? Uh, Pass rusher, um, fuck, um, Leonard Williams. Who did the Giants? Giants traded, yeah, today for Leonard Williams uh, from the Jets. And the Cowboys uh, picked up uh, what's his face from the Patriots. Oh uh, yeah, Michael Bennett. Michael Bennett. Yeah, that's a good pick. Maybe I mean the guy's a serious problem, and we've already got enough serious problems. It's like, yeah. So we got that. Uh, Terminator is coming out this weekend. Oh. Been getting really good reviews. Yep. Everyone seems to like it. It's get, yeah, I've heard it. I've I've heard from people I trust that it's good. And then we have the Kovalev fight. What's the other uh, movie that comes out this weekend? There's something else that there's there's billboards on Santa Monica um, Boulevard. Um. Over here are on on Olympic, and there's two movies that open on November first, and I can't remember what the other one is. Maybe it's The Irishman. I don't know. Oh yeah, it does Irishman does come out this week in L.A. though, only in L.A. In did Did you ever get it? You didn't get into that uh, uh, screening. I got in. Did you go? No, I worked. I worked too late. I couldn't get there in time. Oh. Yeah. I was like, is it worth, like, $500 to go see them? <laughs> and I started thinking about it, because I, I asked the guy that I worked with to come with me, because I said, listen, I may have to, like, run home and take care of some shit, so you just, you'll just have to go wait in line, and he's, like, happy to do it, because, you know, this, it was a Irishman screening, and the Q&A was Pacino, De Niro, Harvey Keitel, and then, like, Ray Romano and Sebastian Mano Scalco. And, and and to be honest, like while those last two names are like pff, those would be the guys that would be somewhat entertaining because yeah. I don't know if you've seen any of this footage of them doing Q and A's, but it's like, Hey, how'd you like work on this? It was good. Well, what what made you decide you wanted to do it? Marty told me to do it. Uh <laughs> anything from you, Al? I just uh yeah, I just did it. You know, it's like that's their Q and A. So it still hurts because it would have been awesome to be in the room with those guys um, and to see that in a theater without having to fucking pay for it. <laughs> because there's something about when you can get it for free online. That, uh, but anyway, um, no, I wound up not going. And it was so funny because the guy kept saying to me, we were like working, we worked till like one a.m. that night, and he kept saying to me, like, "What do you think De Niro's doing right now?" 
And we'd like look at our watches and be like, well, it's only like the, the movie started at 10. And we're like, dude, that means that that Q&A won't start until like 10.45 or 11. Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, did you see that the Joker? Screener, screener started coming out. What did? Screener started coming out. Oh, okay. Uh, did you see that um, the Joker became the highest um, R-rated movie? Yeah, I mean more yeah. money, the mo- most money of any R-rated movie. And um, I was that screener came out. I've been following this guy uh, on Twitter who lives next door to those stairs, and he says it's like ruining his life. And he's like showing video of what it's like, and it's just constantly people. Like, you can't even see the stairs because there's just so many people taking pictures on them. I'm not sure what publication, like, printed this, but I saw this really funny thing on Facebook where it was like, um, you know, now that the those stairs are so popular, there's, like, a tour bus. And it just has this, like, tour bus that's, like, like flying down the stairs, like, basically crashing <laughs> with all these people, like, in it, watching <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, Suns are going into overtime again. Great. Um, all right. So I wanted to talk about. Um, we were just talking about the NFL. Why? How did we get? Oh, the I. Because uh, what was coming out on November first. Um, the also Harriet comes out that what looks like a train wreck of a movie. Um, we. Uh, it's a train wreck. Get it. No. Underground Railroad. Oh, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Hold on. Breaking news. Another friend just marked themselves safe in the Getty fire. Kareem Duran is okay. All right. Cool. There is a doesn't apply category. Should I just throw myself in that? Even though I'm like three miles from this thing. Um what was I going to say? Uh, all right, so back to football. There's, there's, I, I decided, like, last week I really wanted to, like, talk to you about some stuff because, as you know, I, well, you probably don't remember, I took the Chargers last week against the Titans, and so uh, I also had them in my picks pool, and once again, lost my picks pool by half a point and would have won, at this time, uh, $560. Um, and it's because of... One of the worst, like five of the worst foot like minutes of sports I've ever seen in my life. Okay. And so I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm watching this. Uh, Chargers Titans, Titans get the ball. It's like a minute. And a, it's, I'm going to try to recreate this best again. Minute and a half, fourth and inches. They're on like they're right around the fifty. Um, they're up by. Whatever they're up, they're up by, by three, and uh, they're like, all right, if we go for it and get it, we put the game away. But if we don't get it, we're only giving the Chargers fifty yards to score. You know, to give them twenty yards basically to get in the field goal range. Um, and they have a minute and a half to do it. So, what would you do? Would you go for it, or would you? Fourth and inches, I'd yeah. go for it. Okay, so. I was I'm always ho- on, the, on the side of fourth and inches you go. Okay. Well, I think that's a terrible idea, but they did go for it, and they didn't get it. 
Um, and the reason reason being is why would you give a team with no timeouts only 20 yards to have to get in the field goal range, you know? Yeah, but... You're the Titans. I think, like, a quarterback sneak should work every time. Well, the thing is... He did get he did get it. There was a horrible spot. Nobody challenged it. So one one knock on the Titans for going for it, one knock on the ref for screwing it up. The Chargers drive all the way down. They get in on the one yard line with like thirty seconds to go, and you're like, Oh, they're gonna score with too much time. They they Phil Rivers apparently refuses or they refuse to let Philip Rivers quarterback sneak it, and everybody I guess in the NFL knows this. So three times they tried to get it in, and each time it was like ruled a touchdown. And then uh, they went to the, you know, they reviewed it and decided it wasn't a touchdown. Um, and then the last try, uh, Melvin Gordon went and fumbles it, and they return it, and, you know, and it's over. <laughs> so I have. San Diego plus two and a half, they lose by three, and they had the ball on the one yard line, first and goal with 40 seconds left. Really hard to do. And had, uh, I'm sorry, not three, but two times the refs called touchdown uh, and it was taken away. It was just like a real disaster of a game. Um, and before I get into my newest game, I, want, I got some more breaking news. Adam Hudson has, has marked himself, who lives in Hollywood. Has marked himself safe during the Getty fire. So everyone, anyone who was worried, uh, there's another person. Um, but uh, yeah, so then this week I watched for some awful reason uh, the Chargers Bears game. <laughs> oh yeah, that game I watched that. Whole, I, I love it. I love that the Bears fans were booing. Like the the Bears kick a field goal to go ahead at the end of the first half, and their fans are booing them because their offense is so bad. Trubisky is really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Peggy. Peggy. Uh, whatever her last name is, is safe in the fires, everyone. Peggy Etra. Phew. Um, I'm not even sure she lives in, in um, L.A. County. Um, so, yeah. So that game was a disaster. And then... Uh, the poor, you know, that the fucking the guy misses the field goal at the end for the Bears. It's just great. I don't know. Yeah, that was brutal. Now, I, this brings me to the booing, and I wanted to get your opinion on the booing last night at, at the at the World Series. Oh, the Donald Trump. Did you watch the footage of it? No. Okay. Uh, I read an article. I, I can't even like. I can't even listen to things about Trump anymore. Yeah. Well, I read this. Is, this was pretty interesting. Is if you watch the video, he he's smiling and waving, and then he, he realizes that. I mean, it, it gets really loud, and his face changes. He can't hide it, and he gets really upset. And it's weird because, I mean, as far as I know, he hasn't said anything about it yet. Which is, I who knows what that means because the guy's got to say something about everything. Um, but uh, you know, they started chanting, "Lock him up." Those chants were a little, little weak. Like they seemed like a little sectional. I'll just say, but I read that in Vanity Fair that it reached like a hundred decibels. The booing, it was like so loud. Which is, uh, 
I don't know. I think a lot of people were thanking 60,000 people in Washington today uh, who went to a baseball game. Um, and it's funny, and it's funny because they, they all wear red hats. The Nationals all wear red hats. Some guy at the bar yesterday like came in with a uh, Trump hat. Oh, yeah? That was the first time I really witnessed uh, that. It's, so, it's weird. It is weird. You think, you think... After like, everything that's happened, like, just, I don't know. Well, it's not just that, but it's like, you know, if you're wearing it, you're looking, you're, you're probably, you're probably expecting some reaction from people. So you're probably looking for some, some, for some of that, you know? Yeah. But, uh, good luck to that guy. Um, all right. So let's, let's get into, uh, this week's picks. Oh, I wasn't ready for this week's picks. What do you mean you weren't ready for this week's picks? It's it's got to it's gonna be almost one o'clock in the morning there. I didn't know we were doing picks right now. Well, what, what, what do you what else do we have left to do? I thought picks were next episode. You think? No, we're doing. We picks. sent in our picks. Uh, hold on, let me just pull this up real quick. You're the worst. Why am I the worst? Why wouldn't you have your picks ready? Because I thought we were doing the picks next, the next one. But you think we'll do another podcast before Sunday? Because I don't think we will. Probably not. All right, I'm ready. So I went and I'll start. I went through and I did I did mine uh, while we were doing this podcast. So it's not like I put a lot of effort, you know, a lot into into this. So uh, let me see if I can even find them. Here they go. Um, I'm gonna, my first pick is. Uh, I really wanted to take the Cowboys and the, over the Giants, but I'm too big of a pussy. Um, so instead, I'm going to take the other NFC East team, and I'm going to take the Eagles minus five at home against the Bears. Again, well, here, here's what I realize I'm doing with the Eagles, is like, I want them to lose these games. And so I think that I'm kind of just hedging my bets. Like, you know, if they lose, I'm happy. But if I if they win, at least I'll feel better about it. I really think I'm doing that to myself. So we have another London game. How many freaking <laughs> games overseas can we have? I don't know. Um, uh, well, my first pick is Buffalo minus ten versus the Redskins. I don't even think Redskins are going to score in this game. Um, and Bills defense is going to be chomping at the best, even though they had a terrible game this week. Yeah, I think you give the Bills too much credit. I think you, I think you're too, you're you're way too Bills. I think uh, they had a rough game this week, but other than that, they've been playing pretty well. Um, and I like, I think the Redskins suck. So uh, we're going to see them probably get blanked in this game. All right, I'm going to take in my second. Uh, I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks uh, minus six and a half at home against the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Um, Jameis Winston is a turnover machine. Um, but yeah, he still manages to like put up touchdowns and like lots of yards. You watched, I mean, you, you took Tampa Bay last week. You had to watch that game. He is awful. He's all right. He's not. He's he's worse than all right. Okay. All right. What's your second? Houston minus two in London 
we just found out J.J. Watt is out for the year. Right. Um, but I still like the Texans to beat the Jaguars. But don't don't the Jaguars this is, this win? Is gonna, this is going to be a really good freaking game. Man. I agree. And don't the Jaguars always win in London? Uh, not this week, buddy. Okay. Not this. I'm. Uh, I. I have to I have to talk myself out of betting on the Jaguars every week just because I love Minshew so much. It's like really hard. Um, I I feel like I'm I'm getting too biased and although if I, I if I would have just taken them this week I'd be a lot better off instead I took the stupid Colts um, who win and and don't cover that I have no I have no uh, no love for that. Um, my third pick is the one I'll definitely lose because it's the one that looks the best to me, um, which is the Packers minus three and a half at the Chargers. Yeah, Packers have been playing pretty well and Chargers haven't. So um, that's going to be an interesting game. I don't know why it's that low. But yeah, I, I, mean, it's, yeah. I guess because it's in L.A., do you know how much – how like? If there is 5% Charger fans there, I will be completely shocked. Um, there were some Charger fans in, at the bar in Wilmington. Uh, oh, yeah? On Sunday, I was like, oh, we don't even have Charger fans <laughs> in LA. Um, all right, my last... Wait, uh, wait, before you go, Ryan Rossillo uh, on his podcast every Monday, he has Chris Long on. Which I gotta say, I really recommend because Chris Long's pretty awesome. He just like tells you shit. They do a thing called who had like they do this thing where they discuss who had the worst plane ride home, and um, they like you know which team, and they start talking about like the flights home. And Chris Long was talking about like different teams. Some teams put their players in coach, and some put them in first class, and. Uh, He's like, I'm not going to tell you who does what, except I'll tell you that the Patriots put their players in first class and Belichick's its coach. Um, and he's like, you have no idea how far that goes because when you've been just busting your ass and getting hit and stuff, uh, you don't want, you know, you feel a lot better when the guy that's been standing on the sideline in sweatpants says, hey, I'll sit in the back, you sit in the front. Um, but they say every week the worst ride home is Phillip Rivers, like in his drive home from. San, back to San Diego <laughs> after he's been killed because his line sucks and his kicker misses a kick and it's <laughs> and everybody's rooting against them at their home stadium like wow horrible that like ride home must be um anyway so what's your third I like the Raiders minus two versus Detroit uh Raiders have been playing well yes um they have a, actually a tough team and Detroit has no no defense. We Giants played them this week. They're a bad team. Uh, and Stafford uh, probably will not have an easier an easy game this week as he did last week. Um, and I just see that the Raiders are going to win by at least a touchdown in this game. All right. That's what I'm going with. All right. Well, All right. I, I apologize so for putting you on, on the spot too early for that. I, I mean, I just figured we we're not going to probably wind up having a podcast before. We might as well. You know what? I'll tell you this. Let's just say this: if we have another podcast before, we can change. We can change our picks. All right. Sounds good. Because Pat, because uh, most likely the the spreads are going to change by then anyway. So, um, you're off the hook if that's the case. 
Have a great, great night. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening, um, this will be posted. I'm guessing tomorrow then. And uh, peace is pounds, buddy. All right, cool. All right, bye.